name's Emily. And I'm Ashley. And here's the thing. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think we tried to sync with each other, um, but but there was a delay on both parts. <laughs> maybe the delay synced itself. Oh, I like the thought of that. Maybe not. Kind of mm. fun. Okay, so um, I'm Emily, and that's Ashley. She's living in India right now, doing a term abroad, and I am in Costa Rica, doing my own term abroad, and we term. are recording, we to telling stories about, we go to the same school, same term, but different, <laughs> everything else is different. Um, and yeah, so here is our podcast where we try things for the first mm-hmm. time. This season, we are trying living in new countries for the first <laughs> Very time. Very casual. Big one. We actually did it kind for of, the podcast. Kind of big flex. <laughs> we, we decided yeah. to, to go abroad for the podcast. Yeah. Thank you to all our support from our Patreons who made this happen. <laughs> Stop. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Unbelievable. I think eventually we should open a Patreon, right? <laughs> who would support us? <laughs> it's fine. I, I cannot think. Support. I think my... <laughs> I literally can think. I think Ian would like definitely give like five bucks a month. That's that's so sweet. That's all I got. (laughs) And if we split that between the the man who made our music, (laughs) which just who we should be paying, who will not stop giving back. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, how have you been Um, doing? I've been doing good. Uh Um. Yeah, I've been feeling pretty good, pretty chillax. Mm-hmm. Beth came a couple weeks ago now, or maybe just a week ago. Yeah, I guess she left a week uh-huh. ago today. Um, and so I we had a really good week together, and then I've had a really chill week after that, and I am, like, wrapping up all my stuff. I have to write a report for uh-huh. work um, for, like, what I've been doing because I've been collecting data, and now I have to analyze it, and it's a lot of stuff, but... And then do a presentation in Spanish. So oh, I've got a lot going so on, good. but I'm feeling good. That's a lot to do. I Guys, feel like in one or one it week, is a, right? Is how much you have left? Yeah, one week plus I have like another workshop to uh-huh. do. And I have two more workshops to do next week and the presentation Ooh. and to get it ready. You but it. it's all good. This life is good. That's like a, a drastic parallel, unparalleled dichotomy again. <laughs> Uh, between my life because I feel like I struggle with being in India and I love India. Charlena the other day today pointed out that like it seems like from the podcast that I don't like India that I'm done with it which is not the case. I love India and I love being here but I miss doing work which is such like the workaholic in me being like I'm not accomplishing enough. I don't stay up late enough. I don't do enough like some intrinsic desire in me to just like work myself silly is like crying out and i miss doing work <laughs> but i don't always get the chance to do that while i'm here i definitely know what you're talking uh-huh. about of like especially my first couple weeks uh-huh. here i was like i'm not doing enough yeah. like i should just be relaxing but instead i'm kind of bored uh-huh. like i don't know but things have picked yeah, up so last funny. night um <laughs> it was friday night and i just specifically like was like no i'm not gonna go out like Last week, I stayed home all weekend, basically, because I was really Uh tired after my weekend with Beth. And this week, I had a super chill week. And I was like, no, I'm going to stay in because I have, like, work Uh to do. I don't know. It was kind of, it was, like, the first time that's happened here. Oh, that's incredible. And the other thing that I was thinking about of that, like, why my Friday night last night was so like a Friday night in high school of, like, (laughs) just hanging out with my family Uh Uh, and not my friends yeah. where like Corvallis would be the opposite. I don't know. Kind yeah. of fun. That's so good. I think that's that's what I'm dreading the most is saying goodbye to this family. Yeah. It's like crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I can't thank them enough. Mm-hmm. So don't think we'll about see. it. Just tell me how it goes. Okay. Later. <laughs> don't. But Okay. I'm just going to I'm just going to, like, sneak out on them and not say goodbye. <laughs> you leave a day early. No. You leave a week early so that they don't expect it. <laughs> yeah. Um, sneak attack. I refuse to say goodbye to anyone in Delhi because I was like, I'm pretty sure I'll be back. Like, I know that I'll be back because I have to get my luggage. But <laughs> I was like, there's a chance that I just might miss them, like, that our schedules won't align and I won't be able to see them. But I was like, that's better than having to say goodbye twice on accident. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> so I refused. 
Nice. I'm proud of you Thank for that. That's, <laughs> that feels like the right move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, shoot. I was going to... Never mind. Um, yeah, so, like, if I had not already expressed my love enough for my host family, uh-huh. enough, seriously, um, Beth came for the week, and so we did three days in La Fortuna, which is the volcano I was, telling, I was talking about last week, mm-hmm. or... Yeah, on the last episode. And then um, we did three days here in Monteverde. And Karen fed Beth dinner all three nights. She didn't have to do that. She was so welcoming to Beth into this home. (laughs) And, like, was so happy to have her and was, like, and had told me before she came, like, Uh I'm so excited to meet your sister. And was just so sweet about it. And for, like weird reasons Elion had to work nights that week uh-huh. and so which is not his normal schedule but so he like didn't see her which I was like oh that's kind of sad so I came I like on my lunch break uh-huh. I just took a long lunch break and we came to eat lunch uh-huh. at the house oh. on Beth's last day yeah and then Elion was so sweet to her he was like thank you so much for visiting uh-huh. and like thanks for letting us have and i was just like oh guys you should not be thinking her we're so lucky to have you uh-huh. and it was also really fun like i feel like i've been telling people so many stories about how much like how lou cracks me up and like uh-huh. ethan of what a good guy he is and you know like how i just adore karen yeah. and beth was like left and was like i see yeah you everything see you've why. been saying like so quick they oh, yeah that's so, the best it was really fun that's we played soccer for like an hour oh. and normally when we play soccer it's like ethan and lou versus me and so uh-huh. when they celebrate like i'm just sitting there by myself that's and so sad they now you sat with they can well they c- <laughs> celebrated and so yeah the fact that it was like we played it was like a big matchup it was uh-huh. chicos versus chica or B- chicos contra chicas oh. and Lou was just so pumped about it and uh-huh. Ethan is so good at like getting Lou pumped uh-huh. and he was like Ethan was doing the like announcements we did announcements with numbers and everything uh-huh. and then just people were there's it was so loud like Lou was just like yelling every time they made a goal and Beth would get really excited when we made a goal uh-huh. and it was so fun that's so sweet it was so can you just fun. go ahead and tell me the age difference <laughs> between the two teams <laughs> Um, Chico's was a four-year-old and an eleven-year-old, and Chica's was a twenty-year-old and a twenty-three-year-old. <laughs> Who won? Um, Chico's. <laughs> of course, they're spry little fellows. Yeah. It was so fun that, and like, also kind of a fun reminder that, like, the best part. Beth was like, "Oh, that was the best part of my vacation by far." Was like my time in your homestay in your homestay family's house or whatever i love that so much i know and it's like okay yeah i feel like i put such a like huge emphasis on like oh i want to travel on vacation Uh but it's like the best time you can have is not it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with and it was so good no matter whose family apparently (laughs) yeah apparently that's so so good i actually played a, a sport for the first time well, I was in the village, so I spent a week, about a week in a village. I, like, touched on it a little bit, but didn't really explain it in the last episode. But I was um, in a little village that serves, like, 100 to 150 people. But it's, again, healthy season, and so there weren't too many patients coming in. So we had, like, a lot of downtime, a lot of free time to just, like, hang out and chat and, like, relax or, like, talk and a lot of time for me to ask questions, learn Hindi. But one of the days, um, the pharmacist Verinder's son came out from after school and was like, was like just tossing a ball and I could hear the noise, but I wasn't sure what it was. And so I like peeked my head out and he was holding a cricket bat. (laughs) He was like tossing a little bouncy ball. And I was like, oh, I think it's go time. And and so uh, the doctor and I went out and played cricket for like 20 20 minutes and like no one came so we didn't have to leave but it was just like this is my life now this is so good like quaint little village life was easily like my favorite week that I've had in India so far it was just like it was nice to be disconnected to have like to have the work that we were doing so we did um the clinic and like 
a couple different health camps. So we did one in the school and one in a neighboring village. Um, and then just like regular clinic on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But we would like, when it was quiet, we just like take walks in, in nature in like the farms behind the clinic or we would just like hang out, chat, play hide and seek with like the little kiddo that like is always stooped outside of the clinic. Um, which was so fun. Um, that's so fun. But village life was like me, me waking up at like seven for yoga at seven thirty, like relaxing until the clinic opened at ten or ten thirty, and then <laughs> like doing the clinic until lunchtime, having lunch, relaxing for another hour, and then like going back to the clinic, and then doing yoga after the clinic was over at five. And then that was the end of the day. It was so insane to just be like, what? Like the people here aren't the same level of workaholic because the clock is around like farming time really. And so it's early morning until like the sun goes down and then no one works while the sun is like the hottest. And so it's just like, it's so laid back and so nice where people in like Delhi and even in Dehradun are like, like work nonstop so they come in at like eight and then leave the hospitals or like clinics or other places at like 11 10 midnight it's just like it's so drastically different and it was such a relief but uh have you been liking doing yoga yes so so while in Dardan I also do yoga I do yoga at like 6 30 um and like and the week before I left for um, the village, I had done the sun salutation for 360 cycles, which is like, or 360 postures, which is like 36 cycles, I think. A lot. Oh, so much. And it was so painful. And he's like, you can stop if you want. And I was like, no, no one else is stopping. I feel uncomfortable with stopping. And so <laughs> while we were at the village the teacher is like a 23 year old he actually we like carpooled together in a very confusing ride up the up the mountain (laughs) we like kept stopping and i was just like what what are we picking up like the first one was gas because the like kitchen needed like gas to fuel it (laughs) and so we picked that up um but i had like i thought that i heard my coordinator say in Hindi, like, oh, yeah, you're getting the yoga teacher, too. And I didn't understand what that meant until we, like, picked him up from the bus station. And he hopped in and I was like, who's this guy? Like, is there another student on this trip? Which, like, would be so fun. And then they were like, oh, yeah, this is Amit. He's your <laughs> yoga instructor. And so he had, like, driven or he had taken the bus from Rishkesh to to meet us in the village, which was really fun. But it's been a blast. I feel more flexible, but I didn't do yoga today, which is today is Saturday and I got back yesterday. So I already feel less flexible. (laughs) He so quickly pinpointed that I am terrible at balance and then forced me to do balancing postures for the entire week, which was kind of rough, but good for me. Thank you, Amit. Yesterday, there's these three, three of the tallest boys I've seen. Uh-huh. Well, and I think that they look so tall because I haven't seen tall people in like uh-huh. 10 weeks. But they were still tall by like Oregon standards. <laughs> and they were, they just looked like frat boys, you know, they had like shorts on and like long sleeve t-shirts, uh-huh. like an Adidas. I don't know, you know, and it just like, they just looked like home Maybe. to me. And I was so <laughs> tickled that they were in this yoga class together. Uh-huh. And, but they had like accents. I think they're from Germany. Oh. Anyways, but they walk in and the yoga instructor goes, Oh, hi, boys. Like, good, like, good to have you here. Cause it's a, at a hotel. So there's like new people all the time. Uh-huh. And um, she like looks at them and was like, Oh, so is this your first time doing yoga? And they were like, Uh, how could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I just have a hunch sometimes. <laughs> but it was like, Oh, just cause what white boys do yoga i think uh-huh. was like what was going through her head uh-huh. it was really funny that's funny i think, I think that's what too. i look like too right <laughs> is this your first time <laughs> doing yoga <laughs> actually when we were doing he introduced the sun salutation to me and he was like have you ever done this and i was like um 
a couple times and like right like literally two days before i had done that like the 360 (laughs) positions of it Mm -hmm. but no one ever taught me how to do it because the teacher speaks in hindi and like all the other students are like familiar with yoga they've been doing it for forever and so so he didn't like explain what to do he like explained most of the other things but this one he just counted. He was just like, one, two, three. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. And so I just let him teach me for the first three days. And then I told him later, like, oh, yeah, but I've done it before. And so he changed it up. But it's good. It basically was my first time doing yoga. Uh, something else that's kind of weird, I feel like, that this is my first. But... Because I feel like this is such a normal experience that I haven't had in so long. And I feel so spoiled by India in this regard. But this, while I was in the village, I had my first time washing my own plate in India. It's been two months that I've been here. (laughs) This is my first time washing my own dish. I was just like, when they told me, I was just like, they were like, okay, so Rita, the pharmacist's wife, will cook dinner and lunch and breakfast. And then you can just wash your own plate um, when you're done and then, like, put it back on the rack. And I was just like, wash my own plate. <laughs> I was like, how do, how do I do that? And so <laughs> that was a good that was a good thing to keep me grounded, to remi- remind me of what life in the U.S. is like. But I also can't imagine what it'll be like when I have to go back to cooking for myself and, like, cleaning I'm, up after myself. And I am so stressed things. about that. <laughs> yeah. But actually, while we were there, I I got to cook for my first time in India, which was so good. I love that. Like, I was on the walk to the health camp with the pharmacist, and he was just like, we were just talking, whatever. He was like, yeah, so your family owns a restaurant. And I was like, talking about it. And he was like, Chinese food? And I was like, yes, Chinese food. He's like, my son loves hotel fried rice, but I can't make it. And I was like, I don't know what that means i like was trying to imagine what a hotel fried rice is like and i asked him to describe it and it just sounds like regular fried rice <laughs> and so i was like well we can cook tonight if you want and he's like really and he got super excited and i was like all i've wanted to do in the past two months was cook for myself like that'd be so fun and so he's like why didn't you say anything earlier it was our last my last night uh like full night in the village and so uh later that evening his wife came over first and i was like oh no like that means that she's making dinner and like we're not gonna cook together and then he just like popped his smiling head down the stairs and i was like yes so he brought all the vegetables that's why he like came later and we cooked together and it was so much fun and now i'm a little bit worried because i made the rice but honestly, and I think I seasoned it well, like, with the same amount or more that I would in the U.S. But as I was eating uh-huh. the rice, I was like, this tastes like nothing. I'm so stressed for, like, going back. And then, like, my taste buds are so shot. Like, everything here is so flavored oh, and so no. seasoned that I'm scared that when I get back, someone was telling me, like, if it's not spicy, it's not tasty. And it's actually happening to me. We're like... If things oh don't. Oh my gosh. You're like a... <laughs> yeah. I'm it's like you took up smoking and like everything doesn't... Uh-huh. Like things don't taste anymore. Exactly. I'm so stressed. <laughs> but they were very nice. and They were like, this is delicious. And I feel like it was pretty decent. Like especially when you mixed it with the other food that they had prepared, which was like very salty and very spicy. So I don't know. I think India has definitely changed me, but... I've had village days are so good. They're so fun. And afterwards we did henna together. I did henna on Rita and she did henna on me at the same time, <laughs> which was kind of like not my best work. And then Amit did the yoga teacher did yoga. I mean, henna on my foot, which is like k- kind of ugly, but kind of fun. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. It's cute.
So when Beth was here, I did like all of the touristy things that uh-huh. I hadn't been doing because right. they're expensive. And I was like, well, and I've also been like, oh, I have like, I have 10 weeks to do that. Like, yeah. I don't really need to. That's how, So for seven weeks, I had been like, oh, I'll get around to it. And then uh-huh. Beth was here and I was like, wait, Perfect. when am I going to get around to it? Plus... Beth wants to like Beth is here for yeah. th- three days, so she was only there for three went, days. No, she was in Monteverde for three days, and oh. then we were in La Fortuna for three days. Right, right. Okay. Um, and she's been to Costa Rica before, and she loved it. That's why she wanted to come back. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the funny things was is that so do you know? Oh yeah, I almost asked if you know what canyoning is. You took a class in canyoning. Oh. My bad. Um. <laughs> Canyoning. I went canyoning in Ecuador, and I loved it. Right, it was so fun. Right. And so I was like, and they said La Fortuna was like a really good place to go canyoning at. Uh-huh. And so I was like, okay, we're in La Fortuna. Like we should go. And Beth will just do. What makes Beth happy is if the people she's with is happy. So she will go along with anything. Right. I love that. And That's so such a good time, we. Beth. <laughs> It really is. So we got off the bus in La Fortuna and this guy, and we like ate and this, before we went to our hotel and this guy stopped us on the street and was like, Hey, like, what do you guys want to do? Um, like he was a tour guy, you know, or like he set up tours for people. And I was like, Oh, we were thinking about going canyoning. Um, and he was like, okay, well, here's my contact information. And then he like told me a little bit about the like different canyoning tours. And I thought, and he was talking to me in Spanish and I thought he said, the canyoning was $50. And I was like, geez, that's pretty cheap for what I thought it was going to be. Because, uh-huh. like, all these tourist things are really expensive, mm-hmm. which is part of why I hadn't been doing them. And I was like, $50, that's pretty cheap. So I was like, okay, sounds good. And so I was like, okay, we're going to go to our restaurant, but, like, maybe we'll catch you later. Or, or hotel, maybe we'll catch you later. And uh-huh. so later that night, we came back, and I went to we went to another tour shop that we and i just like popped my head in and i was like hey how much is canyoning because i wanted to make sure he wasn't ripping me off right and they were like oh well it's off season so we can get you a discount of like 95 dollars." and i was like oh that's double what this other guy told me so then we went to another place and they also said 95 dollars, and i was like oh Uh wait did i like so then i started being like i misunderstood him Right. And so I go back to him and we're talking and this guy was really nice and I liked him. So I was like, okay, we'll just go with him. Uh And so we're talking and we're like arranging what time and stuff. And then I go, and you said it was $50 like Uh as a question. And he was like, he blanched. He was like $50. No, it's not $50. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. How much is it? And he was like, I mean, the lowest I can get you is $75. And he was like uh-huh. kind of stressed out about that. But uh-huh. it turns like, out that everyone else had been paying $100. And so because I completely load-balled him with $50, uh-huh. we only paid $75, which I was really proud of myself about, <laughs> even though I did it on accident. Uh-huh. Wow, you haggled without and even meaning to do it. I can't even haggle when I mean I to haggled. do it. <laughs> I did it. Did I tell you? And oh, so- <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Tell me about canyoning. Okay, so so then we went canyoning, and the, like, worst part of it was is that we get in this, like, van, and we go to the place, like, in the forest and or whatever. it's too much fun. And we get there, <laughs> and Beth was like, oh, I'm really nervous. Like, canyoning was my least favorite part of when I went to Costa Rica <laughs> last time. And I was like, what? You just let us pay so much money to do Uh something you hate? And she was like, you told me you really wanted to do it. And I was like, I'm going to be here for another month. Like, I Uh can do it on my own. And she was like, I don't know. I just didn't want you to canyon alone. So I thought, so I came with you. And I was like, Beth is too nice. You're so kind. $75 so that you wouldn't feel lonely, even though you'd have plenty of fun doing it alone. (laughs) Yeah. And, but then the good news is, dear listeners, is that we did it and it, she had so much fun. It turns out she just kind of went on a bad tour last time. The other thing is that she went with like 15, like her, cause she went, she went with study abroad with George Fox. So she was with a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. And so it took a really long time and it was literally just oh, the yeah, two of us like and our chilling. guides. Yeah. Yeah. And so 
and the guides because it was just the two of us had a lot of time to make sure that we were like doing it safely and yeah. having fun and, and stuff so eat. it was super fun that's so good so well, i love that <laughs> and then yeah so that was super fun and then we came to monteverde and we did a night hike and like night hikes are supposed are really cool here because uh-huh. there's like I don't know, these tour guides can just, like, flash their flashlights around the forest and just, like, spot, like, a snake in the tree, which, like, you and I would never be what? able to see because it's camouflage. Uh-huh. You don't know so about that my was really snake fun. eyes, but that's really cool. <laughs> hmm. That was really fun. And then uh, we did... Oh, she went on a coffee tour, which I had already done. There was one touristy thing I had already done. Uh-huh. And... Um, I took the afternoon off one day and we went ziplining, which I had wanted to do in Monteverde because Monteverde is like one of the best places they say to do ziplining. Uh huh. Anywhere. Anywhere um, in the world. Yeah, it's pretty like cool. Uh I mean, it's not like the best place in the world, but it's like one of the best places. Oh, don't talk about that. Don't talk about Costa Rica. Like it's not the best. (laughs) Up the tourism. But it's definitely, like, people come to Monteverde to zipline. It's yeah. definitely a thing. Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't gotten around to it yet. And Riley had gotten to do it for her job because she, <gasps> Riley makes maps. And so Whoa. she, like, did a map <laughs> what? of um, That's a ziplining tour. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, like, she had already done it. And I was like, I need to do it. But I just didn't want to do it alone. And so then uh-huh. I just hadn't done it. Anyways, Beth was here. Perfect opportunity was so funny because i had gone ziplining in ecuador right so i thought um where i i told you this story but briefly i like was riding my bike uh-huh. i pulled over to this like side of the road thing <laughs> uh-huh. i paid ten dollars i was the only person there besides the people operating it i zipped across a canyon and then like hiked up a trail and zipped back i thought i was gonna die the whole time because they gave me all the instru- instructions in spanish right. and i was worse at Spanish in 2017 than I am now. And I was sure that I missed something important. Uh-huh. And it was like just a whole like experience. And it was just very bizarre. And it was, like I said, $10. And I was like, yeah. okay. So it was $50 here. Uh-huh. And I was like, what the heck? Like, yeah. why are you paying $50? I could do this for $10 in Ecuador, right? <laughs> and um, well, it turns out it was $50 because it was like... It was literally 13 lines. Like, oh, you would zip whoa. line to one line and yeah. then, and then like, keep going. It was super cool. Uh-huh. It was super safe. They all spoke English. We were, like, completely geared up. And it was, like, yeah, like I said, I felt so safe doing it. That's um, It was really fun. It kind of took the, the adrenaline thrill out of it, the fact that how safe I felt. But um, <laughs> I want to say that this was my first time. Zip-lining. They call it canopy. Can canopying here because canopying because you're going through the canopy oh so you're like kind of going through the forest which is so cool it's such a cool look it was a primary forest so it's never been Uh like harvested before so you're like in the middle of the actual jungle yeah zipping through it it was incredible what if like a snake lands on you i don't know if that's a situation that could happen but in my head it is (laughs) what if you just okay listen to this i'm (laughs) So glad you said that. <laughs> when we're on the night hike, the guy points out, the guide points out a snake. And in my head, it's like in the tree above us. Uh-huh. And I was like, whoa, what if the, I can't, don't snakes like fall out of trees? I'm like, bite uh-huh. people, right? That's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. And I'm about to ask him if that happens. And he goes, he so a down. lot of times we get questions <laughs> about whether or not snakes can dry, uh, jump out of trees. And that is just stupid. <laughs> Look at that. They're like evolved so that their little tails can wrap around they don't uh-huh. fall out they know what they're doing uh-huh. that's an indiana jonesism <laughs> and and i was like i felt attacked i was like okay sir i was so mind. glad i was like five seconds from asking it and then he saved me from embarrassment i like that i asked it from across the continent <laughs> from across the world uh, yeah that's a yeah. good one I feel like yeah. you've had a lot of animal so, friends in the past couple of weeks. A lot of monkeys and the the rat thing that I, I forgot the name of again. And snakes. Kowati. Kowati. I saw three tarantulas in two days, which is <gasps> crazy because I hadn't seen zero tarantulas before that. Uh-huh. 
You just gave me chills. I just want you to know with the word tarantula. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a family of monkeys that live behind the Institute now. So I see them all the time and they're so cute and so fun. Oh, I love that. Actually, one of the days that Beth was here, I was supposed to be at work. Uh And so like she came to work with me and I kind of felt bad because I was like, she's on vacation and like oh yeah but the thing is though like i said beth will do whatever makes the people around her happy so she was like yeah you have to go to work i'll go with you and i was like you could go like i was like pointing out all these touristy things she could do like Uh all these hikes and she was like oh no like i'm good i'll just go with you Uh and so we got to work and i was like i don't know what to do and um but then i like showed her the family of monkeys and she literally just sat and watched them for two hours (laughs) while i worked so it was perfect I'm I walked into the so office uh, and one of the guys I work with was like, hey, isn't your sister here? Like, was like wondering where she was. And I was like, oh, there's monkeys out back. And she, he was like, oh, yep, that'll get them. <laughs> like, he was like, yep. <laughs> the tourist traps. <laughs> the, I, the tourist trap. People also do that with me where they're like, what, what are you doing? Why are you watching those monkeys? <laughs> and I just like stare at them or I'll like record them from afar. Monkeys are very... There's just something about watching a monkey where you're like, you are so familiar, like so uncomfortably familiar. (laughs) Their faces are so creepily human-like. It's creepy. (laughs) Their mannerisms also are, which like always blows my mind. But baby monkeys are the cutest, but also there's just like something about them that makes me feel a little bit like, anyhow, that's really fun. That sounds like a fantastic vacation and time together. It was all roses. It was all fun. <laughs> Perfect. Such such a good level of expectation to keep yourself at. Never any lows. Yeah. That's really nice. I actually no, had my, my like. Oh. That. Yeah. That's my problem as a person is I never let myself have too much fun, but that also means I never like get that disappointed. I'm so bad at feeling. <laughs> oh. Oh no! Uh, I just keep my bar so low all the time that, that like, I'm just if anything is anything above that, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's really it's just fine. It's like it's tolerable, which is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, one day I'll feel real joy. Uh huh. I'm I am excited for that day for you. I thanks. Recently had my first vacation, my first solo vacation ever, technically. This entire, first of all, this entire trip has felt like a solo vacation, but, um, I went, it was just a day trip to be fair. So it wasn't like extended by any means (laughs) or anything, but it felt big because I had gone out to Rishkesh, which isn't that far from Derudun. It's like an hour and a half, maybe if there's no traffic, um, alone. And so I like had the whole day I had my I had the fellowship of the ring and I was just like well I I guess I'm just chilling out here now and so I like walked around a lot I read I looked at the sites that I technically had already looked at because I'd been to Rishikesh before I like Mm -hmm. I almost did yoga but the teacher I like got there too late and so he was like already done with the class which was a bummer Um, Because that was what I was looking forward to the most. It sounds like you were really late if he was already done. No, I like, I had gotten the times wrong. And so I thought that he had a 2 p.m. session, but his last session started at 1. And so I had like showed up a little bit for 2. And I was like, well, that's my bad. Um, And so I had like, I just walked around, read sat my toes in the ocean in the river in in the ganga watched the rt bought one kilo one kilogram of oranges and ate them all within like 12 hours i yay miss fruit (laughs) i just bought another kilogram of oranges but that's my first wait solo vacation oh huh i know what my low was you just reminded me of it (laughs) being away while well, we were in La Fortuna being away from Karen's cooking oh. and I was like exhausting finding food for myself uh-huh. exhausting I didn't even cook I would have rather cooked but having to go out to restaurants every uh-huh. time and then 
I don't know why I'm complaining uh-huh. that, that this sounds insane. I know. But like <laughs> going out to eat is so expensive uh-huh. and it's not that expensive here, but it's like way more expensive than Karen feeding me free food, which I am paying for <laughs> in a way. Right. I get that through my tuition, but still. Um, And then our last day in La Fortuna, Uh because of the whole, I told the story of the cab driver on the last episode Uh of that whole, like, it took longer. Uh We ended up not going into town for lunch. And so instead, I just ate a bag of plantain chips Uh and then uh, an iced coffee. And I was like, well, that's lunch. And then my stomach felt awful for the next three days. Like, yeah, vacation is not good for your health. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I, I, agree. I need Karen to to moderate me for the rest of my life. <laughs> I need a mother in my life. Ah, I had the craziest realization huh. the other day. Um, the other day, we I've literally Karen um, cooks all the time, huh. and so I've we in my time that I've been here, we have not eaten dinner. Like she has not made dinner twice, or like what we've gone out to dinner twice. If okay, you will. yeah, like as a family. Like you know how like yeah you'll be your mom will be like i don't want to cook today let's like call something in yeah yeah that's happened my mom would never um yeah maybe not your mom my mom (laughs) anyways so we had pizza one time and then the other night she was like well i think we're gonna order out tonight there's a mexican place that delivers and so she was like what do you want and i was looking at the menu and Uh i was like okay i'll have two tacos Uh uh-huh no yeah two tacos right Uh uh-huh and when they came they were taquitos, like the taquitos, <gasps> they were better than the taquitos that you put in the microwave, or, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The frozen taquitos? Yeah, yeah. But You're they were definitely taquitos. taquitos. They were... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's funny. I'm like talking to Karen. Uh-huh. I'm like, in my bad Spanish, I was like, oh, that's funny. In, in English, or in, at home, we call these taquitos. <laughs> and then I go, taquito, ito means little. <gasps> they're just taquito just means little taco we've been calling them little taco all along uh-huh. and she was like what i don't think <laughs> i'm understanding you like mind. she thought she didn't understand me because i was talking like a crazy yeah. person and i was like the no i am saying the right words moment. i just am talking <laughs> exactly <laughs> i like uh, that's so fun yeah little taquito so little tacos who would have known? Taco taquitos are just little tacos. Uh, that's um this this like didn't blow my mind this much because like this made sense to me like uh-huh. a burrito it's a big burrito because uh-huh. burritos burrito. Are but I was yeah. like but it, I don't know I hadn't been calling something burro my whole life and confused that it was just a big burrito uh-huh. you know the taquito thing blew my mind way more. <laughs> okay, another fun thing about Beth being here was that. Wish you so the time structure here is insane. It's uh-huh. not the same. People don't really care about time, right. um, and it's really stressed Beth out because I do these workshops in schools, right? Uh-huh. And I swear we will be like sometimes we're on time to them, and we'll just like sit around for an hour because. Uh-huh. And it's like, why did you tell us to get here at nine? Uh-huh. If, we if they were going to be at time. recess at nine, right? And. And the guy, the people are like, oh, I don't know, because sometimes they aren't at recess at nine. Uh-huh. Like, and I'm like, what do you mean sometimes they aren't at recess at nine? Don't you have a schedule? And they're like, no, we just do whatever <laughs> is best for that day kind of thing. No, you crazy person. Which Why is, would we put that kind of structure <laughs> in our life and give us restraints? Exactly. And stressed Beth out. Beth came with me to a school and was like, what the heck? Uh-huh. But um, this wasn't why Beth, this was the week before Beth came. Uh-huh. I, we had decided we were going to a school on a Monday and that Friday I talked with my supervisor. We wanted to do a healthy snack as part of my like garden so thing. Fun. Like you can eat healthy so like food from your, like exactly fun food from your garden. Mm-hmm. So we were going to make, so my supervisor was like, okay, we need to be there at nine. We can get to work at eight. I'll bring the supplies and we can make the snacks in the kitchen. And we were going to make Pico the guy pico pico de gallo yeah uh-huh. sorry um pico de gallo from like tomatoes that was like a perfect like all that stuff comes from a garden and yeah. then we had corn chips to be like oh corn from a garden whatever that was kind of a stretch <laughs> and then we were gonna make hummus from garbanzo beans so uh-huh. it was like a good little snack deal yeah um and my 
But I was like, okay, so we need to get there at eight so we can get all that ready before we go. Mm-hmm. And my boss didn't show up until eight fifteen, <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, Emily, I forgot to get the stuff. I'll run to the supermarket right now." And I was like, "What? No! Like we should just not take a snack. Like it's too late. We have to make it. Not only do you have to run to the supermarket, come back. Uh-huh. We have to make make the, snack the food and then and get she was, to the school. And she was just like unperturbed about it. Comes back at like eight thirty with the food." And was like, I have some, I need to get, I have some stuff I need to grab. And uh-huh. I was like, okay. So me and the other intern, Courtney, start making the food in the kitchen. And like, she she gives us some instructions on how to make the pico. And I was like, oh, I know how to make hummus. Like you just olive oil and blend it up. The yeah. garanza beans, right? Right. So I do that. Um, she comes back and then I start helping making the pico. It's like 8.45, 8.50 now. She comes uh-huh. back and is like, okay, like good and like starts helping us make the pico no rush uh-huh. it's nine o'clock we're supposed to be there uh-huh. she goes oh hey like did you make the hummus where's the hummus at? where's the garbanzo beans at and i was like oh i already made the hummus it's in that container ready to go uh-huh. and she was like she opens it up disgusting. and tastes it and was like what did you put in here and i was like it's just olive oil and garbanzo beans and she was like well oh i have some spices and i was like oh okay uh-huh. but we're supposed to be gone now so like let's not add the spices you know like let's just get to the school <laughs> yeah, let's and she take our hummus. and instead she takes the hummus out of the container puts uh-huh. it back in the blender and like takes another <laughs> 10 minutes to remake it perfectly and she made it was delicious it was really good hummus uh-huh. but the whole time i'm like it doesn't matter if we have hummus or not. First of all, kids aren't going to like hummus no matter what. They're oh. kids. You know, we're just going to freaking try. <laughs> and also, it doesn't matter if the hummus is made or not. If we're going to be an hour late uh-huh. because... And the kids can't eat the hummus. The, because it's going to be canceled because you can't show up an hour late uh-huh. and expect the teachers to have the time in their day for you. Uh-huh. Like, if you're five minutes late, That's they're going to they're gonna be like, oh, okay, I guess we can squeeze you in. Like, yeah. you shouldn't be five minutes late, let alone an hour late. Uh-huh. This is insane, right? Right. And so, but, like, my... Jenny's my supervisor, was super chill. Did not seem to have... Was kind of like, oh, I sent them a message. They, right. It's fine. And Danielle had told me that stuff like this was going to... Danielle's my advisor at Oregon State. That, like, stuff like this was going to happen. And I knew... Like, I'd already experienced kind of... You already were told of, to like, be chill real- about this, Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I was trying to be chill about it. And I kind of, I held it together pretty well. Uh-huh. Um, and then we get to the school. <laughs> this is a cathartic moment And we you. get to the school an absolute hour late. Mm-hmm. And the teacher is like, or the principal who was like coordinating it uh-huh. was like, oh, no, no worries. We'll, we'll, we'll get you guys in. Uh-huh. And so then we sat around for half an hour after already being an hour late uh-huh. before he was like, okay, all right, the fifth, fifth and <coughs> fourth and fifth graders are ready for you so we go into their classroom and i just do the like introductory like game like get them moving get to know them kind uh-huh. of thing and one of them goes oh i'm really hungry <laughs> like just like kind of says that Perfect. and you jenny was like <laughs> no she was like i wish she had said- well i guess i don't know it was it all worked out she was like uh-huh. oh have you not had lunch yet and the kid was like, no, we we missed lunch to come here. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is so backwards. What, What's happening? What? What do you mean? <laughs> and so Jenny was like, oh, well, you guys can go get lunch if you want. Uh-huh. And they were like, really? Oh. And so they all left to get lunch. Right. And so then it's it was like, eat. we had waited. Yeah, the, the kids had to eat. And so then we waited another 15 minutes for them to come back from lunch. And then we finished the workshop with them. And then we did the sixth graders afterwards. And, like, uh-huh. no one was concerned. It was all fine. Yeah. It was just insane to me. Uh-huh. And to me only. We talked a little bit about this before. So, but it's so funny to me that in the United States, if you missed, if you, like, went to your dentist appointment right on time, they'd be like, oh, you're late. Like, you needed to check in 10 minutes ago. We are We'll see if we can fit you in, but we don't know. Whereas, like, this is... It's so backwards. Literally in any other country. Yeah. Where, like, in this exact situation happened to me in India. We were doing school... Like, um, for SPYM, I was doing some education materials. I don't remember how much I've talked about it. But we're, like, basically doing health, uh, health modules. And so we went to the schools to pilot test it. And 
my coordinator was like, okay, you have to be there at 8 a.m. Like, tell me what time you're going to leave and how you're going to get there so that I had a plan in mind. And I was like, okay, I'll wake up at 6.30 and I'll take the metro to get there by like 7.30, 7.40. And she's like, okay, that's good. That's fine. So I, I do the plan and it goes according to like how I think it'll happen where I was like 10 minutes late-ish, which put me there around like 7.50. But I like rolled in and I waited for 10 minutes and I was like, okay, well, it's eight now. Like, let me call my coordinator because there was no news from her. And I called her and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. And I was like, oh, on your way from where? And she's like, oh, I just left the house a little while ago, but there's some traffic. And I was just like, oh, oh no. And she ended up like getting there 30 minutes late ish, which means that I like went to the principal's office and sat there quietly for half an hour alone. <laughs> It was just like, oh, this is, like, vaguely uncomfortable. And, like, the principal spoke English, and so we could, like, chat and talk about different things. But it felt weird to be somewhere with purpose but without your boss. <laughs> and so, like, powerless to do anything. But eventually she showed up, and I was just like, is this, like, is this okay? And she's like, yeah, this is, this is, like totally fine we'll just walk into whatever class like can take us at the moment and the principal literally called literally called like three teachers who were teaching class at that very moment and were like do you have some time like can can you fit someone into your like curriculum and eventually one of the teachers was like yeah yeah no problem like bring them up and so we went and we were there for an hour but it was the most confusing like this happened twice because we did I did two school visits and I was just like why are we always late and like why does everything always work out perfectly it's just yeah exactly it's just if you're relaxed it's really fine there's no issues yeah yeah that's the thing it's like it works out perfectly like there's no argument Uh for me to propose of like being on time because it is yeah you don't need to be and that's why people aren't (laughs) and it's again fine exactly Uh, i don't know it still, it still blows my mind of like, because uh-huh. well, the other thing is that like you're probably listening to this and being like, Emily, you're always late, and that's true. <laughs> like I'm always ten minutes late. I hate being on time because uh-huh. I hate the like initial small. I hate leaving my house. I hate the like initial small talk of things. Like I always try to be late, uh-huh. or not try. I just am. Like uh-huh. I don't have to try. It just happens naturally. Uh-huh. But um, but like there's a difference between being like ten minutes late. Like even me. <laughs> There's a different like me being ten minutes late is still like, to, like purposeful a of like, <laughs> like I know the first ten time. minutes of what's gonna happen. Yeah, like being ten minutes late an for your hour job. late. That's like a <laughs> that's that, that's a whole like structural difference uh-huh. of like because if like I'm an hour late, I have to cancel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like just think of, I'm just thinking of like a Friday at Oregon State, uh-huh. I would, like... You would miss an entire class in that time frame. <laughs> like, at 7, wouldn't... Like, uh-huh. I would, like, at 7, I would work out. At 8, we would meet and read Romans. Uh-huh. At 9, I would go to class. At 10, I'd go to class. Uh-huh. Then I would eat lunch. And then I would go to class again. And then I would go to work at 2. And, uh-huh. like, if I was an hour late for any of those things, it would ruin everything. Like, <laughs> it couldn't happen. Yeah. I appreciate Indian time. And, I guess, Costa Rican time. Did I tell you about how I tried to be late? I literally tried to be late for something and I showed up before the host. It was Olvi's going away party because she was leaving. She's she's the girl that I met that was eerily similar to me or like the hopes of me as a person. Her family is also from like uh, Southern China. She's Canadian. She's a public health nurse. She works with indigenous communities. She like she's in Delhi working with. Yeah, you went to Chili's with her, right? Yes, I went to Chili's with her and like we and we bouldered together. It was so weird. But it was her going away party, um, because she's heading back to the to Canada. And she (laughs) she was like, Okay, it's at I think seven thirty or something. And I was like, Okay, I'll show up late. I'll show up late at eight and it'll be good. (laughs) It'll be fine and there'll be people there and I won't I have to worry about this. And so I went and I accidentally got there like earlier than I planned, which was 7.45 or something around there. And mm-hmm. I went to the house. I like got lost because I went to the wrong address. And there was like my maps 
were not working and so I just had to wander until I found like the house number. Walked in, I tried to call her but her phone plan, and I forgot this, her phone plan isn't working because um, the like the organization that she's working for like took away the phone that she was using in India um, because it was her last day and so I was just wandering the streets and this put me at 8 p.m. which was perfect. I was like okay I'm showing up half an hour late. There's no way that like this is gonna go wrong. I like walk up to the door. No one's there. It's all quiet. And then I turn around and look behind me, and she like gets out of uh, a rickshaw. And I was like, "How did, how did we arrive at the same time? <laughs> I don't understand." And so <laughs> oh, I tried to be late, and we were. I was still early. I had like walked onto her front steps as she was walking up insane oh. yeah it is kind of fun and i don't think of myself as like a super super punctual person either which makes this right. all the more yeah. insane right where i'm like oh, if i, I can't handle this like oh. <laughs> i don't know right the so courtney the other intern um from florida is uh-huh. very punctual and it stresses her out so much <laughs> to the point where i just have to like remove myself from uh, her because oh no. i'm like because that's also how like stress works for me is right. that if someone else is really stressed out, I'll get stressed right. out. But if it's just me, I'm like, it's yeah. fine. And so I'll be like, please don't talk. Like, please yeah. just, I don't want your stress right now. Like, please don't talk to me about it. Which <laughs> or, like, bad I'll like, tra- I'll try, I'll just try to talk through it with her to uh-huh. a point and like try to deflate her stress. But yeah. like when she gets to the point where like <laughs> worked up, we're an hour late yeah. and she's not going to get unworked up about it. I don't blame right. her for how she's feeling, but I'm also I like, can't I can't have her weigh me down, bring deal me down. with that right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, she, yeah, she has been, it's been way harder for her. Uh-huh. So that's been good for me to see. That's really that. funny. The thing is, I find this so funny. Everyone here has like a watch, like a really nice watch. Everybody wears watches. In in fact, did I tell you about when all those kids came up to Nick and I at Humayun's uh, tomb? It was like that group of kids who were learning English. One of their first questions to me was like, so you like watches? <laughs> Which is such a weird like opener. But I think they had like a list of questions that they were used to asking. And I was like, <laughs> watches, what? Uh, and they were all like, yeah. And then they showed, they all, like all 15 of them showed me their watches. And I was just like, I didn't even know that watches were a big thing in India. And they were like, yeah, huge deal. Very big deal. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, but I don't have a watch and I like have been operating on my phone. So usually when I'm like working or doing anything, I don't have my phone on me or I don't look at my phone. And so I never know what time it is, um, but nobody ever observes time. So it it is very funny to me that everyone has watches and they're a big deal, but then no one ever is on time, but that's fine. And it's fun. <laughs> that is fun. Another crazy thing about um, schools here mm-hmm. that is so different is that, um, so the public schools, yeah. the public school system just is, is not quite like on our my expectations of what a school system should be like right uh what does that mean if they're if a teacher is sick or has like a conference to go to Uh they don't have substitutes (gasps) they just cancel class stop that's insane that's what i'm saying like (laughs) i don't know it's crazy Uh on the other hand here i think that the public school system is like very very good and schools are way more competitive in india than they are in the united states where you have to like and it's like this in a lot of places but you have to take like placement tests and things like that to get into better schools and getting your bachelor's in anything like your four-year degree is the equivalent of like getting your ged where not like the same educational right but like everyone does it and so if you don't have your bachelor's you like can't get a job and so it forces everyone into this like high competition system of education which is really interesting that's so funny i talked to a guy from sedan one time this was years ago Uh and he was like yeah you guys treat college so casually Uh of like oh maybe i'll go kind of thing yeah 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 but we have to like i couldn't have made any next steps without my bachelor's at least and he was getting his master's yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so that's like exactly how it is and there's so much pressure in schools and i like i had never i'd associated that with like a lot of asian countries like japan and korea and china i'd never associated with it uh an asian country like india and so it like it blew my mind i was just like oh this is like a universal there's not enough supply for the demand like there's i mean there's too much too much supply no, I don't know how to do the economics of this, but there's too many people and not enough jobs, basically. So everyone's forced into higher education and being more qualified and just like this funny cycle of everyone is mega qualified for jobs that they should be able to get and can't. Very blessed. Oh, <laughs> very blessed to be from mm-hmm. the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anything else before we move into thank yous? I don't think so. Okay, I want to thank, so the boys who, we, we, we went ziplining, uh-huh. and there was, like, six guides with us, because, like, a couple would go ahead and get the next lines ready, and a couple uh-huh. would, like, trail yeah. behind, and then a couple, you know. Yeah. Um, and there was probably, like, 12 of us in our group, maybe 10, uh-huh. I don't know, it wasn't a huge group, but they found out quickly that I was the only one in the group who could speak Spanish. And so every single one of them individually, like I'd be standing there and they'd be like, are you the one who speaks Spanish? And I'd be like, si, si, senor. And then they would like each individually talk to me. And Uh one of them, sometimes they would zip line with people Uh to go. And so one of them, we were like zip lining together and we're like going through the canopy and he just starts asking me like oh so where are you from like uh-huh. as we're like going through the jungle i thought it was so funny that's really fun um friends everywhere so thank you to you you friends for being for hanging with me uh-huh. for helping me practice my spanish <laughs> um i want to thank all the people who made my time in in the village so so welcoming so brender and rita his wife and their kids, Aish and Abu, Abu Raj, so sweet to be able to just hang out and, and have some quality family time, like young family time, I think. And thank you to Dr. Joshi for like, for trying to convince me to dance. We like, we tried to swing dance, which was uh, an endeavor, but it reminded me a lot of home. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Did I tell you when I went out for Halloween? I think I did tell you yeah. this. When I went out for Halloween. This <laughs> yeah. was a month ago now. This guy, I like swing was swing dancing with this guy and like everyone else was doing like typical uh-huh. like super loud music everyone was so close and we were just in the middle of the dance floor like swing <laughs> dancing and i was like yep this feels right uh-huh. That's <laughs> this is what dora would do dora, <laughs> dora would swing dance <gasps> oh my gosh thank you to luan because last sunday when i woke up and i like meandered uh-huh. out into the kitchen luan was watching dora the explorer and i have been looking for like all i wanted all I wanted is for to watch Thor the Explorer in Spanish to see what it's like. Uh-huh. And it was so fun for me. Okay. Uh, I have a question. So when Dora does like the bits that are in Spanish, are they in English instead? Is it like reverse? Exactly. She says, she still says, she says like instead of where she says vamanos for us, she says like let's go in Spanish or in English <laughs> and the rest of it's in Spanish. So, so when it's like vamanos, let's go, she's like, Let's go, Vamanos. It's just backwards. I forgot what the song was in Spanish, but like she'll just be walking and be like, uh-huh. let's go. Where normally she'd be walking uh-huh. and be like, Vamanos. And then oh, there's like I this see, whole part where she, um, they were like, her and Boots were like painting this thing. And they were, but instead of being like, Zul, Rosa, because like normally they would do the colors in uh-huh. Spanish for us. Blue, it was like blue pink. Pink. that's so cute and then she kept on asking that's so fun it was so fun she it was really cute she asked luan i guess the crowd you know how she'll like be like what color is this to the crowd and luan uh-huh. would like respond back in spanish even though she had been talking in english which was really cute like he was getting <laughs> uh-huh. around to it that is you just mentioned boots the monkey which reminded me of Abu and Verender's youngest son's name is Abu Raj and they call him Abu for short. And so I was trying to explain like Abu the monkey <laughs> to them and they were like, no clue what that is. Cannot relate. So I realized that like Aladdin is not a thing in India. 
But anyway, I want to thank Abu for um, for waving to me from his school bus on his way back to school while I was leaving the village. It was so cute. He like he was sitting in the very front and he was so eager. And I texted his dad immediately. I was like, your son is so cute and so good. And he like he waved so readily. And I wasn't sure if he waved because he recognized us or if he waved because it was just like a passing car. Mm-hmm. And then later, Verinder texted me and was like, yeah, he told me that he saw you. And I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose so it. This cute. little boy is so cute. So thank you, Abu, for being such a sweetheart. A little monkey. That's so cute you said I that. I know, a little monkey. Um, he was so cute. He would just, like, pick his head up and then run away when, he, like, we made eye contact. Luan, even when Dora was on and I came to watch it with him, he was like, Dora? You were Dora for Halloween. And I was like, yes, I was. <laughs> and he was like, well, uh-huh. soy botas, which means like I'm boots. And so he pretended to be a monkey for a while. So it's kind of fun. That's so cute. I just want a tiny brother. How do I get one? How do I get a little brother? Sorry, Chris. How do I trade you in? <laughs> for a tiny one. Chris shrink. <laughs> for a smaller Chris. <laughs> uh. I want to thank Amit, my yoga teacher, for being so great. He was my hallmate, so he, like, was in the room next to me. We were the only ones in the guest house, and it was, like, it was nice to have someone my age who was, like, with me for a majority of the day, which was very good. Um, and I want to thank John Krasinski <laughs> for, for being Jack Ryan. So apparently Amit loves war movies and war things. And I haven't had, like, I deleted Netflix, like, a month ago because it got hacked and I, like, deactivated the account. And so all my downloads that I had planned just gone. And I was like, well, I have nothing to watch, which is fine. But then I realized that I had Amazon Prime on my phone and I had downloaded one episode of Jack Ryan while I was still in Delhi. (laughs) And so... So we watched that and we made like a tradition to watch it like one thing at night after that. And so thank you to Jake Gyllenhaal for being in Source Code, which is an amazing movie. Uh, And we watched like 127 hours as well, which was a a goodie. But yeah, thank you, Amit, John Krasinski, Jake Gyllenhaal, Dave Franco for being my nightly entertainment. (laughs) So randomly I was going through like some of my playlists and my internet my internet has been like on and off for the past little bit um and actually was like better in the village but while I was there (coughs) but while I was there I um like my radio came on from songs that I liked in the past and Ben Rector's song old friends came on and that like made me lose it I think that made me homesick and I haven't been homesick yet but thank you, Ben Rector, for reminding me how good it is to have friends from home. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy? Is, is that sweet. the other day, yeah. whatever I was listening to on Spotify ended. And so Spotify just started playing songs it would think I would like. Uh-huh. And a song uh-huh. came it's called Home. It was literally the day after Beth left. And the song was called Homesick. Oh. And I was like, unbelievable, Spotify. Oh. <laughs> Spotify is listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so stressed. Yeah, that like tugged on my heart a little bit <laughs> i think both of us still have a month before we get home i got which i don't no i have a month days. you have less yeah 19 days yeah. i think i have four weeks <laughs> almost exactly actually exactly i get back on the 22nd oh wow you get back so late of december yeah i know Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so we have a blog. Here's the thing at WordPress. Um, I think there are numbers, so you can find it in our Instagram bios. Um, we have an Instagram for the podcast. If you want to go, keep up on there with updates. And if you yeah. don't have Instagram, just ask us. We'll send you a link to the bio or to the blog. yeah. Um, we yep. I feel like we have not been thinking any. This we haven't thanked Annie this season uh, for our artwork, but uh-huh. we have a fun announcement. Um, we're getting stickers. Here's the thing: stickers with Ooh. Annie's art featuring Annie's artwork. And then it's true. Also, thank it's you so as always to Ian for the music of this show. 
the intros and the outros uh-huh. and the <laughs> transitions. Uh-huh. Right. And thank you to Chase for for bringing the sticker deal to our front door. Yes, thank you, Chase. On our DMs. Thank you, Chase, for all the tips <laughs> and you, tricks. Thank you, Chase Stubblefield. That he oh, absolutely. Us. Thank you, Chase Stubblefield, <laughs> um, for featuring Ashley and I and the podcast in his, like, 2009 to 2019 um, Instagram post. Uh-huh. We were in it. Very fun. Very appreciated. <laughs> um, he, he inspired me to do my own. Ashley, I don't think you saw it because, I don't know, your internet's been weird. Did you see it? Th- yeah, my- your San Francisco. Yeah, yeah the camping coast so picture. Very cute. He inspired me That's to do that. So, I also didn't know that it was a thing until like twenty minutes before we started recording earlier. Was confused that everyone was doing them, but really didn't make any connections until I saw like a full on explanation on Instagram of the of the trend. So, I don't know how so many pic- people have pictures. From 2009. Like, my phone only goes as far back to, like, 2016. That's what I was When like. I got the phone. Okay, Chase literally was like, I was like, huh, thanks for, like, putting us in your thing. And he was like, oh, where's yours? Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't have any pictures from 2009. Huh. And then I was like, should I <laughs> yeah. ask my mom? Like, do I need my mom? Like, is this important? <laughs> um, to, like, go into our yeah. basement. Did you? And <laughs> paw through tubs of photos that are down there that are, like, all the pre-digital <laughs> Anyways, photos. Anyways she did it and then yeah um i remembered that i have that picture of me in the san francisco crew neck on my phone i like uh-huh. remember that i had it because i remember seeing it yeah. a couple years ago and thinking it was so funny that i still had that That's crew so neck sweet. and i look yeah. so freaking like dorky in that picture uh, i have a like my hood i have a the crew neck is over a jacket with a fur like one of those <laughs> fake fur hoods which is so funny uh-huh. to me and then my glasses uh-huh. are so dorky that was my first pair of glasses so oh that's so fun yeah had to post big like big likes okay thank you everyone for listening uh-huh leave a review leave a review we'll read <laughs> or re- just share with a friend we'll read reviews next time You guys have to leave, leave Anyhow, reviews thanks. for us to read them, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it next time if you if you leave a thing. Um, thanks for listening. Okay, that was the thing. That was the thing. Bye. Bye. Bye.